You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Brian Marshall, the president of the Clear Water Project, which is located in Peoria, Arizona. The Clear Water Project is a nonprofit corporation that has joined forces with other local missions organizations that provide housing and many other resources for families in need. The Clearwater Project hopes to ensure each family who receives a home will also receive a complete bathroom and access to clean water. Thank you, Brian, for being here on Faith City Outreach today with your cousin and partner, Richard Perez, to share how the Lord is using you both to provide proper restroom facilities and access to clean, regulated water to churches and families in the Navajo Nation and in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for having us. We're, we are super excited to be here. And uh very grateful for the opportunity to share our work and our mission with uh, with everybody. And uh, hopefully God can use this to just continue to help people and families that live without water and without bathrooms. So thank you for having us, Marina. Amen. Thank you so much. Brian, please share when and how the Lord led you to start the Clearwater Project to the Navajo Nation and to Mexico. Well, it uh, started six years ago, and I feel very blessed. Um, because uh, I grew up in the local church, helping with worship and leading worship and playing drums and <laughs> different instruments and stuff. And um, and somehow I, well, not somehow, I guess it's all the, the time spent. We were, we were like nine years old, 10 years old, all, all of us, me and my cousins and helping with worship in the church. And then I got to become a full-time worship leader with a, a, a well-known church in Arizona. And a lot of times people would come up to me and they would ask what my real job was. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I would, I, I would get that question a lot. And so I started to pray and ask God like, well, what should I be doing? Cause um, I've tried to do this for 19 years and finally you blessed me to be able to do it. And so, but what should I be doing? And through prayer, uh, I really felt like we should help people get water because I knew it was a need. Uh, Richard and myself had been on some mission trips to Mexico to help build uh, families a home. And being there, we saw that they got a home, they got a roof, they got a door and windows and walls, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a home that we would be used to here in America. There was no bathroom or anything. So it wasn't really functional. And, uh, I thought I was kind of crazy just because um, we, Richard and I both are mus- musicians for the church. And so we didn't know really anything about building or construction or bringing water to people. And uh, so I, I asked Richard and my brother, Michael Marshall, to meet with me. And, uh, and I just discussed with them what I felt was on my heart and how we should help people get clean water and indoor plumbing. And I, and 
I just asked them what they thought and they were like, Oh, we should do that. We should do that because we all get to meet a lot of people uh, every weekend and we're getting similar questions. And if we could just let them know that's what we do uh, to, you know, to help people, that would be amazing. It'd be a good opportunity. Um, so then we, we started six years ago and then I feel like four years ago, it really uh, hit home because my son, Lee and I, Marshall, uh, he had a open heart surgery uh, one of four and, uh, some, he, there was just a few complications and one of them being, uh, calothorax, which is a liquid that comes out of your lungs. It's like white. Um, he just got a small tear in his lymphatic system. And the only way to cure that is to not be able to drink water. He was only allowed to drink seven ounces of water a day. And that really hurt, um, because we would, you know, give him water out of little NyQuil cups, trying to preserve it every 24 hours. And it got bad enough to the point where he was like, I know I can't drink the water, but at least let me just smell the water. And then I was just like, water doesn't have a scent, but I guess if you can't drink water, it has a scent. <laughs> so um, that was very hard. And in, in that moment, when he asked me that question, um, I realized that if we didn't go for the people God called us to go for, then probably nobody was going to go for them and that their children would have the same experiences and the same emotions that my child was having. So that really solidified everything. And since then, we've just been trying to help people get water. So did it just happen almost quickly or did it all happen like within a couple of years that it developed? Oh, it's definitely, it definitely took um, the full six years we've been doing this. Um, okay. um, it, it started slow. We started by giving water bottles to uh, to uh, an organization in Mexico that it's a, they're a feeding ministry and they feed the children in the morning, every morning. And so we started providing water bottles for them. And we also, mm -hmm. you know, we, we raise money for the homes so that, Families would have water bottles, um, not water bottles, I'm sorry, bathrooms in their homes. But um, it started slowly and we just kept spreading the word through social media. And and um, COVID really helped us uh, gain access to Navajo Nation mm -hmm. because they shut down the border to Mexico. We couldn't cross. And uh, our partners in Mexico did have relationships with people who knew uh members of the Navajo Nation. And so in that time, we were able to go up and begin to start serving in Navajo Nation. But it's definitely taken all six years and it's been fun. And but now we see it's, it's growing pretty quickly. And uh, me and Richard are just trying to keep up. <laughs> are you excited too at the same time? Oh, yeah, we're super excited. <laughs> um, uh, Richard, you could probably tell her, I mean, Richard left his job to do this. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I worked for a church uh, organization here and a pretty big church doing production. But uh, in 2020, um, right before COVID, I felt God pulling me to uh, do the Clearwater Project full time um, and full time, not me like full time, meaning all my time and efforts into helping Brian. I've always been a part of the board for the Clearwater Project. Um helping as a board member but really god was like i need you not knowing 
that Navajo Nation and the window um, to help the communities up there and churches was going to open. Um, God was God already knew that the Navajo was gonna, uh, Nation projects were going to be coming up for us when we didn't even know. So he was pulling me from my position to help the Clearwater Project, um, knowing that Navajo was going to be a big thing for us, an upcoming uh, huge uh, like adventure, really. It's been awesome. And so, yeah, I, I quit my job and I said, Brian, this is what I want to do. And he looked at me and he said, are you, are you for real? You really want to do this? And I said, yes, this is what God is calling me to. He's been preparing me and I'm ready. And so it's it's been an amazing journey uh, for me uh, alongside Brian. How many men uh, work with you? I know you're Richard, you're Brian's partner and cousin. But is it just both of you or do you also, I do believe, Brian, you mentioned that you also partner with um, other local missions organizations? Yeah, yeah. So we do have a board and there's five members of the board, um, two of them being contractors. They're uh, professional builders. So they they help us make sure all the projects go really smooth. And then we have another guy. um, His name is JJ. And he's from Mexico and now he lives here. So he has a big heart for Mexico and helping and he also helps us both because Richard and I do not speak Spanish but you know he does so when we go and have meetings in Mexico he helps us understand what has been said and the agreements and everything that's happening um but we also yes we partner with an organization in Mexico and the name of that organization is I68 and uh uh they use that verse because it it's like who will go god send me so it was really cool, and uh, we met them through our church. And they ended the, those two individuals, Scott and Shannon Schwarzenegger. They now live full time in Mexico, working out there with the people. And there's another guy, Tony Valencia. He's from there, and uh, he has a huge heart, and he's really connected within the city of uh, Puerto Penasco. So we've been working with them, uh, and that's how we've been able to help the families because I six eight actually builds the homes and we just help raise the money to get the water part done, the bathrooms, the toilets, sinks, and things like that. So, and big groups go uh, over there as well. And we go help with those colleges go, um, church groups go. And then in Navajo Nation, uh, we've been working with uh, a man named Leroy, Leroy Nez. And um, he's been awesome. He, he worked his whole life for SRP up there on the res. And, um, but he's, he's a huge advocate for the churches of Navajo nation and for the people of Navajo nation. So um, he's really helped us, you know, create a pathway to help the community up there. Also, you... um, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Finish. Um, uh, I just wanted to mention Arlene Ed, who's also part of the Navajo council. So Leroy knows Arlene Ed, and and um, he got us in contact with her, and that's how we were able to create a pathway to help. And that- that's great. How do you get your financial support? I know you say you raise money, but how do you raise the money? Our money has primarily been raised through social media. Uh, Richard does a great job <laughs> with the social media and taking pictures and videos of all the trips and mm-hmm. all the volunteers that go and help. And um just spreading the word through that and running ads. Um, you know, our we have monthly members, people who have decided to donate every month. Um, some people, it's the uh, Give Water, Give Hope Club. And I mean, uh, it starts at $5 a month and then 
goes up to whatever people want. We have between $5 and a hundred dollars a month right now. Um, but that has helped us a lot. And, uh, we've also been fortunate to find organizations that want to help this cause. And so we get, we're able to get grants from, there's a, uh, there's an organization called loving indeed from in, from Illinois and uh, they heard about what we were doing and they've been a huge help funding huge parts huge portions of projects for us at Navajo Nation and uh, also all state they have a program helping hands um, and so uh, we've we've been able to get that grant the last four years which has been awesome and uh, but realistically it, it's just from everyday people that decide hey I want to help and some people are monthly members and some people just give one-time gifts like we've seen one-time gifts of $50 receiving one-time gifts of $5,000 so it's always a it's always a surprise and um, it's always a faith thing um, just because I feel like for the whole ministry and Rich can attest to this, Richard, um, usually w- what we need, we don't have, but God brings it in the moment we need it. And that's huge because we feel like we get to see miracles like today, mm-hmm. like, cause we can't do this without God. So <laughs> he's, he's helped us all along the way and just everyday people just deciding to say, Hey, yeah, I care about this and I'm going to help. What exactly does the Clear Water Project provide every church in the Navajo Nation or in Mexico when you go and do a project? So uh, for Navajo Nation, uh, we are providing full um, bathrooms that also include shower facilities. Um, Because our first meeting with them when we went up there, um, we, we were talking with, there's six different churches in Navajo Nation that we're aiming to help. At this point, um, now they say there's 12, but we haven't met with those six pastors. <laughs> but there's six pastors that we've met with. And um, oh, my ear fell out. Um, but what we provide for them, full bathrooms with showers. And we were kind of confused on why they wanted showers. We're like, what do you need a shower for? It's a church. Like, um, And they were like, well, it's because mission groups don't really come to Navajo Nation because there's no facilities for them. Like. If they come, we don't have anywhere for them to stay clean and to use the bathroom. So then we understood fully why they wanted showers. So we provide men and women showers, men and women's bathrooms. And uh, this way, missionary groups in the future can go up there and help spread the gospel in Navajo Nation because um, they're very traditional still on that in Navajo Nation. And we've, we've even had our own run-ins with uh, different groups from Navajo Nation. We've been cussed out and like told to leave and... They, they say there's no Jesus here and all that kind of stuff, but we know he's everywhere. So we want to spread that light, that hope to them. Um, and another thing that comes along with the bathrooms is a tap on the outside of the restroom so that local families can come and fill up their jugs or whatever they have to take clean water back home. And in Mexico, um, we do provide full bathrooms. Um, we've helped two, uh, two churches but mainly uh, we're helping families in Mexico. And what they get is a shower, a sink vanity, a toilet, and, and a water tank and a, a pump so that the water can actually flow through the home. And so some families live in areas where there's no electricity. So in that case, we'll provide a, wa- a water tower to help. It's just gravity fed. So um, and the water to the families in Mexico, to their homes, is not clean. Um, and that water is provided by the city. But um, it's like 
about $75 to connect to the tap, but most people make probably around five to $7 a day that we're helping in Mexico. So $75 is, that's not something that they can really do because the food prices are still the same. Like they're very similar in Mexico to the U.S. So it's, you know, they have to make a choice and of course they're going to buy food for their family. So, um, but what we do have in Mexico is a facility at our base camp with our partners, I6 State. It's a reverse osmosis system uh, and uh, the it's a, it has a UV light and it was donated by Starbucks and it cleans the water and families can come and fill up their water jugs for free. A lot of families have the five gallon jugs that we all have here. And so they'll come by and they'll fill up their water for free and take clean water home for their families to drink. So it's been awesome. And that's the way we've been helping in those two areas. When I browsed through your website, I was surprised to read that many churches and families within the Navajo Nation do not have access to clean water and proper indoor plumbing. I can imagine this happening in Mexico because I originally am from Mexico and I've seen it, witness it for myself. And also because it's not part of the U.S., but this is happening in Arizona, which is in our own backyard. Do you see changes happening that that there are plans for them to provide access to clean water and proper indoor plumbing in the near future? Uh, we do see changes evolving uh, within the Navajo Nation. Um, the biggest problem they have with their water is the re- uranium and arsenic levels. And uh, President Nez has done a great job at working with the United States government at helping his people and bringing water for them. And we, we did see that um, a water set- settlement with Utah and the feds of $210 million was passed. Um, and all, in all my research, it's looking like the majority of those funds are going to Utah and not Arizona. The The Navajo Nation's pretty large and kind of scattered throughout the four, the four corners of, of the United States. Uh, but I, I do also see that the USDA it has a $1.2 million grant to help specifically in Arizona to bring uh, indoor plumbing and clean water to families in rural areas. But uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to take a lot. Like we see with Utah, they get 210 million. And in Arizona, they're getting 1.2 million. So it takes a lot of money uh, to help. And uh, we, but we do see progress and uh, from President Nez, and he's doing a great job um, securing the rights to the water. Um, another thing I saw was that they uh, were able to claim rights to 81,500 acre feet of water in Utah's uh, Juan, Juan River. So that, that'll be great for them and a source of water for them. So um, hopefully, you know, at some point they we can start getting that down here to Arizona as well. How many families have you helped so far? So, so far in Mexico, we've helped 50 families um, get access to um, indoor plumbing with their homes that I-68 helped to build. And uh, about a thousand families live in the barrios of San Rafael, and that's in Mexico. And all those families have free access to the clean water that's provided from base camp. Um, so in Navajo Nation, we have not helped us, uh, like specific families yet. We've, we've been able to help one church and we're working with the second church now. But what something that we're very excited about is uh, that while working with those churches, we've met families uh, within those churches that don't have water. And we've heard their stories. They're like, yeah, we're on the list. And then it gets to us and they tell us, oh, well, we ran out of funds. 
So you have to get back on the list. You have to restart. So they're, they're pretty frustrated. And, uh, but the goal, another goal for working with the churches was to meet the families and to gain the trust of the community so that it's not a bunch of strangers showing up to, showing up to their home to help them get water. So, and, uh, God, again, has proven himself faithful and allowing us to meet those families. And, uh, Hopefully, very soon, we, we, we will be able to do a project for a specific or individual family in the Navajo Nation. What has been the most recent reaction to your uh, building proper indoor plumbing and restroom facilities? Oh, man, I would, I would just say a lot of gratitude. Um, one of the biggest issues we faced, we faced with helping the Navajo Nation was um, trying to get the community involved and getting them there with us. But as we've been there um, the last year, a year and a half now, um, we've seen more and more families coming out to help, more and more families coming out um, to get help us with lunch. Like they just show up with lunch. They're just very grateful. And they just say thank you. Um, and all the churches, they include us in their uh, their news bulletins and they share what's going on. And they're just very grateful. Um a lot of times, too, when we leave, we'll leave materials behind because there's a lot of capable men in Navajo Nation, and they'll finish different projects like shingling a roof or putting on doors, putting in windows, and they'll send us pictures and just be like, look, hey, it's done. And they're excited. So we've mm-hmm. just seen a lot of gratitude and just a lot of things, even through email um, from the people of Navajo Nation. And uh, always, of course, at Mexico, they always call and just say thank you and talk and they're we love working in mexico because they love relationships so they're they're great friends and great partners so but navajo nation too it's growing like that as well through the text messages and through the different things like that so it's been a lot of fun and we've just seen a lot of gratitude how do you choose a church to build at or does a church contact you from the navajo nation or from mexico well um the first six churches, we, we drove up to Navajo Nation for a day and we met with them, each leader separately. And we, we just went to each church and uh, looked at it and kind of figured out the situation. And realistically, how we chose which churches got help first um, were just the hearts of the men that we were speaking to um, with with. The first church we helped, his heart was for the mission, for the missions and having people come and spread the gospel. And he actually, his, his bathroom was halfway finished. Someone had come to help him do his bathroom and then they just kind of abandoned the project. So it also made sense for us to help him. But uh, a question we asked every pastor was like, well, is there, do you have any other questions? Do you have anything else that you need or uh, how else can we help you? He was one of the only few men that responded like, no, how can I help you? Like, you want to come help me, but how can I help you? And we saw his heart for his community and just his love for people. So um, that's how we chose him. And then uh, the second church um, is Leroy Nez's church, which he's the ambassador basically for everything we're doing up there with the Navajo people. And it's also one of the largest churches in Navajo Nation compared to the other churches we saw. So we just knew there was a huge need there. They also want to host uh, missions groups, which they already do. Like men already go up there and help. And they, you know, they just kind of stay stinky right now for the time being. But uh, they already have people going to help and to spread the gospel up there. So uh, we thought that would be great just because they had the same hearts as the first pastor, Lincoln Johnson. 
Um, and then we have landed on the third church to house out of the sixth. And uh, we chose them because they have a feeding ministry for the community. So they have a food bank and they also help veterans, the Navajo veteran men and women. So, you know, we, 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 it's very prayerful. We just pray about it. And as a group, we kind of decide what happens and who gets help in what order. But I think it's all about just seeing the people's heart. And if you're serving the community, we want to serve you. And if you're doing big things for the community, of course, Hey, we want to back you up and let you know that God cares about you. He hasn't forgotten about you. And, uh, we're, we're here to help. So that's realistically how we choose uh, how to help in Navajo Nation. For Mexico, we, we let I-68 choose the family, and they have their process. The family has to volunteer, help build homes for other families, and uh, they have to own their land that we're going to build on. Um, and then once they find those families that are doing those things and helping other families get homes and water, then they're eligible to get a home and water as well. And um, when it's their turn, then they're chosen. And and then we get to come alongside them and support them in that way. Amen. How can the community uh, support the Clear Water Project? Uh, I think the easiest way is to go to uh, theclearwaterproject.com. And there you'll be able to see everything we're up to. But we also have a support tab um, that you can click on. There's different um, There's different things you can sponsor specifically for Mexico, like a tub or a toilet or tile, different things like that. And, uh, or you could give a one-time gift or you could become part of the Give Water, Give Hope Club. And uh, every year you'll receive a, di- a different shirt, a new shirt that helps people know what you're doing and how you're helping people in Navajo Nation and in Mexico get water and indoor plumbing. Thank you so much, Brian and Richard, for being on Faith City Outreach to share not only your testimony, but also sharing what the Lord is doing through both of you by giving hope to the Navajo Nation and people in Mexico. And this is through giving clean water. And so we just thank you for doing that. May God continue to bless you both and just keep doing, keep expanding the kingdom and serving the Lord with what you're doing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Marina. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria. We'd like to thank our financial sponsors for supporting this internet global radio ministry. Carbajal & Associates Health Insurance Brokers, PLC. Scripture Picture and AZ Ministry Network. We'd also like to thank our prayer partners, including Venture Church, The Spheres of Influence, The Center for Peace and Reconciliation, Repentance Day, as well as our media partners, The Rackman Christian Radio Station, and now, The Lord Bless You and Keep You. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.